Let's go in-depth on Iowa State with the Des Moines Register. It's time for Cyclone Insider, powered by GMIG's 5th Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. All right, guys. This is officially the final show of the offseason. Right? Hooray! Because the camp starts on Friday. I think officially it starts on, like, Thursday. They get, like, the guys are all, like, checking in and stuff like that. But it's here. And Iowa State just sent out a obscure press release that they're having a press conference tomorrow where Matt Campbell is going to, I don't know, talk about spring football. Or not spring football. Fall camp. And then Jamie Pollard has an announcement. Peterson, you're all over it. What's going to happen tomorrow? I am guessing. I was up there all day today doing it for soccer. You've been, you Wait, got what, your nose around. I was, what's going on? I was driving back. I'm guessing that it's. That it's uh, um, and it's just a, a clones guess. to the Big Ten. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, to be what that'd be eighteen teams in the Big Ten, whatever that is, nineteen. <laughs> um, but I'm guessing that yeah, but not I, ten. No, I'm yeah, I'm guessing that it's it's uh, the next phase of the of the proposed new football complex or the additions to the football complex. That makes sense, and maybe tied in with. With um, season tickets, yeah, um, that's, I would, It's just a, it's just a guess. Like I said, I was up there most of the day today, so I would assume that if it was anything, anything of 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 a personnel nature or whatever, that that uh, it have been leaked out by now. But what are the but, chances that Mark Mangino gets fired tomorrow? What are the chances that Mark Mangino gets fired tomorrow? I would say <laughs> that's still I the greatest say, press conference of all time of my say, career. Uh, yeah, that was. Wasn't that? I mean, who who the heck saw that? Or the, either that or when he got hired. Or, or what about when uh, when Rhodes was all fired up on signing day and was like holding Lazard's, Lazard's contract? Letter, letter of intent, contract. Yeah, whatever. So, contract you know what I mean. That, that was great. Notre Dame and Iowa trying to make 11th hour pitches, and he said no. Yeah, what was the best Rhodes press conference for you? Was it Oklahoma State? Like, I bet you guys no, no, wish no, no, you no, had no, a no, boss no. like I did. No, 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 no. Texas? Texas. Yeah. Yeah. When they beat Texas and he was, like, gloating, or when he was mad that time oh, after the Jeremiah George one? he carried one. it on for two weeks. Yeah. I think that's what I loved. I loved it when Rhodes got fired up and was just himself. Like that's why yeah, he, he gave was us, so endearing to Iowa State fans. He gave us great copy, but I think that's why, you know, hey, it, when it's going well, people love that passion. But when it's not going well, then they don't love it so much. And I think that's part of why. That's just fandom. maybe yeah, but I yeah. think that's part of why um, Matt Campbell is so respected because. Randy can kind of go by this too. I remember sitting in the press conference room right after Iowa State has kind of stunned the world and knocked off Oklahoma at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And Matt Campbell was literally no different than he had been the week before when they had lost to Texas. And that's that's probably why Matt Campbell was so easy to play for is there's not kind of that roller coaster ride of emotions you know when you're the coach i think you kind of have to be able to keep the ship sailing yeah. in a good direction i think no matter what to, the storm is i think it comes down to individuals too i mean yeah you have i to, would be a guy who would like to play for a roads that's yeah there that would fire me up but like i could i understand the other side too it's interesting yeah hmm. i mean there there's a reason why when Paul Rhodes was fired, there were so many players 
that were extremely emotional yeah. when he left. Yeah. He was very well liked. Uh, there's a reason why he did not get fired sooner. Fans absolutely love Paul Rhodes, but I definitely see both sides of it where you love that passion, but you also love what Matt Campbell brings, which is kind of a cool, calm, and collected demeanor in good times and in bad times. Well, then. I never thought we would get on this topic today, but that's what happens here when on in, Cyclone Insider. When in doubt, let's just talk some Paul Rhodes. Why, why not? All right. So the, or, or, or realignment. That's coming up. Well, I'll talk realignment with you 365 <laughs> days out of the year. You were up at um, Ames today. Yeah. And they had uh, the freshman basketball players were available. They spoke. How were the boys? They spoke. They were they were very good. Did they talk well? Yeah, they yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, well, I mean it's it, not like they haven't talked to media before. Three well, of them some from of those Chicago. guys get pretty Three of them are from Chicago. Three of them dealt with the Chicago media three yeah, or but four they don't times a have week. to hassle with guys like you, so yeah. it's different. Yeah. You've got three of them from Chicago and another one that just might as well be. So yeah, it's not like they couldn't handle it. Did anybody say anything interesting? Horton Tucker I, talked about a national championship. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> THT. I mean, I, I Did guess. Did he guarantee it? Like, no, like, gosh, no. He said that's the goal. He said, or a big run. Damn yeah, I right. think uh, probably the most surprising stuff was about Zion Griffin. What uh, about him? Being, uh, being a little bit more hampered than, than oh, thought. With his, a little with bit his more injury. dinged up. But, yeah, I mean, nothing. Is he a red shirt potential no. because of that? I don't think so. I think he's gonna play right away. I he's mean, play. they they seem to think that he'll. Well, I know he's be got the to, talent, but I didn't know yeah, how I bad the he'll injury. Be, he'll be good to go, but I mean, this is a pretty important time in that development. I mean, we were talking to Halbert, and he was talking about how he's put on fifteen pounds, and he didn't look like it either. No, but that's still fifteen <laughs> still pounds that we right. we still don't see. And think about yeah. Griffin, just the stuff that he can't be doing because he's still a little bit dinged up. I mean. It's it's valuable time. Taylor and Horton Tucker's lost ten, which he needed to do. Redistributed it because um, he looked a little barrel chested when he first walked. When I first saw him in the Cap City League in his first game, and what does that mean? Barrel chested. Barrel chested. He looked a little bit big. Oh, okay. The guy who really looked like he put on some substantial muscle during the off season was Terrence Lewis. I mean, he was a good-looking kid last year, too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I think Terrence Lewis, I don't want to say scrawny, but when you looked at him, you stood right next to him. You're like, okay, that that's a dude who could definitely put on some muscle. And now, when you stand next to him, you're like, man, he he really hit the weights pretty good. Um, okay, I think that's enough basketball. They've they've got their big. And Cam re- Lard is coming in mid. August. Oh, we got an update on that. Yeah, thing. that's the first time we heard that. He's coming mid-August. Um, he doesn't have to. He has no restrictions. He's eligible right away. He doesn't have to do anything else. Once he gets done with the wellness facility, he's good to go. Did um the pro mention like how much he had been talking to him? Talks stuff to like him. That? I can think he said like every other day, and he's he said I've been up there. That's the you know, so they've hung out some. Yeah. Which Some is, of his assistants have too. Right. Yeah. Which is, yeah, they've been up there, which from, you know, we've always, I don't know, I'm not going to say where he was, but I, you know, people have always suspected where he was. And so whether it be up there, it's not Ankeny. Mm-hmm. Um, so. All right. 
There you go. That's the news on Iowa State basketball. Again, that press conference is coming up tomorrow. We're assuming it is facilities and ticket-related, but we don't know. So stay tuned. Uh, The boys from the Des Moines Register will have that covered for you. 515-284-5966 if you guys want to chime in. We are going to be talking Iowa State football next. And then uh, Matt Bain is he's in Vegas at the he just big, got back the he's, AAU he's been stuff. Vegas for a week and a half. Oh yes, AAU stuff. Yeah, okay. that's where all the big dogs were. I mean, so yeah, he was down there doing a great job. So Bain will give us a, a basketball recruiting right. update at six. That's that's Ish. coming up at six. We'll talk some football. Ish, yeah. Fall camp begins on Friday at Iowa State. We'll do some hot storylines. We'll take your questions if you guys want to chime in. You're welcome to join us here on fourteen sixty KXNO. Everything you need to know about Iowa State. It's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register, powered by G-Mig's Fifth Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. Man, I'm so hungry right now. I would give anything for a G-Mig's burger right now. They're awesome. Oh, I can hear them crisping in the background when you guys are on the radio. Try smelling that when you're trying to do a show. It's not easy. You ever had a hamburger from up at where you guys were last Friday night, Copper Creek? Yeah, they're really good they're too. They're really good. Yeah, they do good work yeah. too. The that that bunker has been a nice addition. It has to the course out there. Yeah, I don't think they advertise it enough. Yeah, I don't know. We maybe, try and mention it every maybe, time. We're I know, out but there. maybe they don't want. Have it. Have you ever had their cheese balls? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. Maybe they don't want it to be my neighborhood bar. I don't know. Well, you don't want that, Peterson, because then more people will go. And then well, it's no, less I agree. obscure I agree, for but, you. But if I'm the only one there at ten thirty or ten o'clock, we're closing. That's true. Real quick, um, this is notable: the Brandon Snyder, former Hawkeye, yeah. now transferring to South Dakota State, happens to be Iowa State's first opponent. They're pretty good. I mean, I think Iowa yeah. State will win that game. That's a pretty good team. Look, I didn't look it up. I wonder how he did last year against Iowa State. I didn't look it up. I don't I think, think he played. He was hurt, I believe. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. he, okay. he didn't get to come back until late in the year. I okay. don't think he played against Iowa State That's last year. That's how much I pay attention to I mean, I think they're picked to finish second or third in their conference. So, Dude, they're like top five in the country. Yeah. they're. A, I mean, obviously you have North Dakota State, but then it's not like South Dakota State. South Dakota State, State beat North Dakota State last yep. year, I want to say, didn't they? I'm not entirely Johnny, sure. can you look that up for me? South Dakota State, I think they beat the. I think they beat North Dakota State last. I mean, year. they and they have a lot of good players coming back. So, I mean, it's not. This is a year. If Iowa State was like Iowa State four or five years ago, they'd probably lose this game, or they'd have like the. They'd be right there that potentially lose it. I don't worry about that with this year's team. I think that. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, did they? Yeah, they beat them thirty-three twenty-one. Yep. Yeah. Boom. Give I, me a ding. I don't. I don't. Yeah. If anybody's sleeping on. On South Dakota State, then that's that's all right. That's Isn't wrong. Iowa State past the point where you have to worry about them losing to an FCS team? No, they're Iowa State. <laughs> I mean, I, you've been burnt so many times. I I think I, that, I feel like at some point you evolved though, and I feel like they may have evolved to the point talent wise where you shouldn't have to worry about that. I, I think. Go ahead, Tommy. I, I think they have, but I, I mean, I guess I'm still to a point where I still want to see it a little bit more before no, I, before I totally buy in. And you know, good. Programs have lost to FCS teams before. It yeah. happens every year, but usually I, it's the lower tier ones. I think that that Iowa State fans and the coaching staff would would be surprised. And this is nothing against South Dakota State. They'd be surprised if Iowa State loses 
against South Dakota State. Oh, you're damn right that the fans would be. They would be surprised. And I've even heard people saying if they don't beat them by double digits, then you've got the situation there, which I don't buy. Just win the stupid game. I mean, I think a win is a win, especially when you're talking about week one, week two into the season. I mean, those are kind of like the first round of the NCAA tournament. Unless you're really like thinking, okay, this is a national championship type team, which you're not for Iowa State at least right now. What do you mean? You're not? But – I mean, you're like I said, you're kind of looking as the Taylor NCAA Horton Tucker is like you. You just want to get out, survive in advance those first couple of weeks. I'll make it just for the sake of conversation. I think that it would be very encouraging for them, based off of the early schedule and how tough it is. Those first five games, you know, I think it'd be really important to lay one on the FCS team if at all possible. There's no question. Get out of the gate yeah. as impressively as you can. You know that that four-game freshman rule? Forget it. Bag it. I mean unless it's, you know, unless it's like the, the place kicker or Real Mitchell, but I mean other than that, don't be Mitchell's going to play more than I know four games, exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying, but don't tinker around with with anything that that just to to try that four player or four game rule. Yeah, I agree. They Iowa State it would help Iowa State's confidence big time if they if they not only beat South Dakota State but beat them impressively. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean ideally you smoke them, but I think <laughs> given Iowa State's history and just that hey, there are some still some question marks, obviously not major question marks. I mean, you're Let me ask you this. <clears throat> When you say Iowa State's history, like what do you like? Five I'm, I'm, years ago, forty years ago, last year. I'm thinking two years ago. I mean, just even that far back. That's fair. I mean, I, I, and, I, and it's a good team that they're playing. So it's not like they're playing Western Illinois. I mean, or, even last year when they played, I mean, it was you and I, right? That mm-hmm. they opened the season with. It's not like they came out guns blazing. What did they I mean, win that game by, Sean? I mean, the score forty-two fourteen. Score was a little deceiving at times because it was it was not the most well played game by Iowa State. See, I thought in that game Northern What'd Iowa you say? was forty two fourteen. Forty two twenty four. Ah I didn't think game, Northern Iowa was as good as what I thought they were going to exactly, be. Exactly. A yeah. better you and I team probably this team will be would be- have given This Iowa team will be better than Northern <laughs> Iowa last year. Yes. Uh, it, that's accurate. Yeah. All right, we've talked. And so about, is Iowa State. Iowa yeah. State's better than Iowa Both State. Both teams signal it'll be a much better uh, play game uh, in Jack Trice Stadium this year. But I th- what about what about this? Did the yeah. Iowa Iowa State game get all of a sudden get a little more interesting because of that one player, one very good yeah. player? Okay, so here's my. Th- I don't know if you heard in it. In a secondary, the, I don't know if you heard it on your way down. I think it did uh, when you combine Ragamba and Snyder both being right. gone. It's week two. Iowa State passing game is as a whole, better than its running game based off of last year. And that's no disrespect to David Montgomery. But, I mean, the Iowa State's passing numbers were much better nationally than what it did running the ball. I think Iowa State's running backs thrive catching the football, especially when you factor in Nwangu being back. Right. You can create some mismatch with those linebackers. And now Iowa has less experience at cornerback and at safety. You know, I do in, in Iowa State as an experienced quarterback coming back. So I, I do. I think I like that part of the matchup a lot better for Iowa State now than I did three weeks ago. This is another reason that that we're, we'll dredge up in three weeks or a month or whatever, where 
we say that this is the most interest could be the most interesting going into the game, Iowa Iowa State game in a long time. I mean, I know last year's game was interesting, but I don't remember it being interesting a month and a half before the game. But this game will have a lot of hype leading into it. Yeah, okay, a lot of it was because of last year, but but nonetheless, with Iowa losing players, um, you know, and there'll be there'll be attrition, there'll be stuff happens to both teams between now and start of the season. There'll be hurt, there'll be injuries. Um, so yeah, I think that I think this is just adding a little a little um, spark to what's going to be. A lot of spark in that game. It's a four o'clock kick, right? Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. What time are you going to be at the stadium? I don't know. Noon. Yeah. Just wondering. It's I might even be... go Friday. I doubt it. I doubt it now. If it had been eleven o'clock, I'd that go would Friday. not be fun driving no, up there that morning. That's what I was wondering. I mean, there are Why? not I a ton of ways in and out of Kinnick around there. So, oh, the season's almost here. What else are you See, looking? We're already for? talking about how to get to Kinnick. Yep, there's a back way, but I'm not. The say Iowa it. State's uh, for an Iowa State fan. It's a great year for traveling. It is? Oklahoma State's drivable. It is? Yes. Have a good time with that. TCU, you can <laughs> drive to Dallas in a weekend. Have a good time with that. If It's a direct flight. There you go. Is Stillwater <laughs> really that much fun? Yeah. Stillwater is a great – I like Stillwater. Like it. Shawnee says it's an eight-hour drive. That's not it's bad still for water. a fan. Seriously. Stillwater's okay. I Kansas, mean, that's an easy drive. That's an easy drive. Yeah, like you have – Iowa's an easy drive. Like you, can, yeah. you can drive to most of the games this year. I mean, Don't, I think the best part of the schedule, if you're thinking road games, is probably Austin. That ain't a, yeah, that ain't a drive because you got to be sober coming back. Um, you don't go into Austin. You don't leave <laughs> Austin sober. Yeah, Stillwater, Stillwater. I like Still. I mean, you, we don't stay there anymore. I mean, we used to stay there all the time because of of but the time stuff and the flights, the airplane flights changing around so much but still what is thing in Stillwater that's a cool town it's really really a cool college town it, it's a lot like Ames it's a lot like Ames with fewer bars yeah there, there's not as many I mean, camp- I there's State, not a biggest campus town I was State fans but it's a beautiful campus fun. it's got you know good facilities best one in the big 12 is uh awesome. Morgantown the what so great I mean that's just oh yeah and that's drivable there. too right I love Morgantown it's that's so why, much that's fun. That's why when you were talking about the fan-friendly schedule, I mean, one, you could probably drive to Morgantown. What? I mean, that, would, that would be a long that hike. That seems insane. You that's a three-day drive. But you get to drink there. I mean, you can technically <laughs> drive anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like but driving no, from I Pittsburgh was thinking, to Morgantown. No, I was not thinking drive all the way there, flying to Pitt. It's a 13-hour well, yeah. drive. How long is it to drive to Dallas? I'd say it's 10. 10, 10. No, but I'm saying it would be fun fly into Pitt. Oh, yeah. Hang out there. A lot of there. Which yeah. is what we do. Yeah. It's not I'm fun. I'm not talking about you, Peterson. I'm <laughs> talking about the fans. Go during the winter. Nobody cares where you Go stay. Go during the winter. Stay, at, stay in Pittsburgh during the winter and then drive through the mountains and the snow to 11 hours to Dallas. 11 hours to Dallas, yeah. So it's really not that big of a difference, Dallas and Morgantown. Oh. It's not. 11 and, and 13 lose, hours. But you lose an hour when you go to Morgantown, though. There you go. Uh, your Cyclone travel agents here with the Des Moines Register. Fly. Yeah, but some people, you know, we're not all making high flute and sports writer salaries, Randy. Uh, more Cyclone Insider next. 
Everything you need to know about Iowa State. It's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register, powered by G Migs Fifth Street Pub on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back to Cyclone Insider here on 1460 KXNO. Peterson and Birch from the Register are in here. Now, it'll be a busy day in Cyclone land and in and, and the Hawkeye guys, too, because the fall camp starting for both teams here coming up in the next couple of days. Um, we're going to be in Ames a lot the next three days because they've got their big basketball reunion, all that stuff going on. You're going to have – I heard Hornacek coming back. That's he's, crazy. He's, he, maybe on Saturday. Uh, I don't okay. think he'll be there Friday. I haven't seen Hornacek in Ames since his uh, jersey was retired. He didn't get back very he often. He came back for um, – what was it, the Barry Stevens game? Didn't he? The Barry Stevens game. Remember oh, they yeah, did yeah. Uh, Barry Stevens Memorial. Larry Eustachie yep, yep. came back for okay, that. Too. I remember that. I remember that now. That's the guy I want to see come back to this. You know, we asked Prom last week who he wanted to see. You want Hornacek? No. I want uh, Larry. Yeah, I want Larry. That'd be fantastic. Everybody wants more Larry. I know, but I mean, but I mean it's, it's just except for those people it's he verbally abused. It's just a time abused. to forgive, and for, you know, forgive and everything, and, and, and except Colorado State, yeah, every but, I don't think they yeah, want anything. Larry's, to. Larry's misunderstood, and, but, is he? We need to have we need to have that conversation yeah. sometime. We really do. I think it's. I think we come at it from opposite ways. One guy who's not misunderstood though is Matt Bain. <laughs> How about that way. transition? Talking about Larry Eustachie, uh Matt Bain. There, I took you off the hook, man. <laughs> What's going on, Matt? How was Vegas? I it was a failure. I didn't. I didn't have any time to get to the blackjack table. Oh, so it was boy! I know. I've failure. been to Vegas more. So I know you're crazy. I mean, you can literally it's go twenty four seven, dude. Yeah. But anyway, it, I wanted sleep. Well, that's so I what? was. I was just going to say, Matt, that's your fault because you chose sleep over fun. And right, good for you. You're a. You're. You're. You're clearly. A young man with his head on his shoulders. I can guarantee you, if Tommy or I were your age, we would have not chosen sleep. Or this week. Yes. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, Bertie, I don't know if he still wouldn't. All right, Bain, what did you see that Iowa State fans that you that might be intrigued about? Uh, well, well, there's a lot. Is there anybody specific that you guys are looking at? Well, what do we need Take to know? Take your pick. Let's start with what we go with need Kira. to know, What's and that then guy's we'll go with Kira? what we want to hear. What's yeah. that guy's name? I'd okay, believe- yeah. What we need to know is that Iowa State has the foot in the door with three really, really good point guards. One is in Kyra Lewis, who uh, knew James Kane way back in his Murray State days. James Kane was the first guy to recruit him back at Murray State. He continued to recruit him at Dayton. Uh, he's had a longstanding relationship with Kyra Lewis, five-star point guard from Alabama. Alabama and Kansas are all over him, but I got to talk to him for a little bit, and he went on and on about Iowa State and James Kane. There's stuff there. Second really good point guard, Trey Mann. Uh, he's a four-star blue-chip kid who people think is a little bit underrated. He's probably five-star from Florida. Um, he was originally going to commit to Kansas, Tennessee, or Florida. He had a commitment date set for July 30th. Earlier this month, he reopened his commitment. Iowa State jumped in because, once again, James Kane had a prior relationship with Trey and his family, um, and there is mutual interest, I'm told, and mutual excitement in there Uh, so that'll be interesting to watch moving forward and then the third person maybe somebody people don't know as much about in iowa is pj fuller a point guard out of washington who iowa state got involved with recently um and i'm told that there is some traction on both sides uh because pj is very interested in what steve prom has been able to do with point guards sending them to the nba 
He's a four-star guy, pretty much right in the same echelon as Kyra and Trey. Those are three guys, really top-tier guys that Iowa State has their foot in the door with right now. And, Matt, these are 2020 guys, right? All 2019. Or 20, I met 2019. Yeah, 2019 yeah. guys. Yeah, so so what's that What's that? say? What if these guys say to, to D-Rob or, or, or Coach Kane or Prom or, or um, Small – what what if they're asking, and I'm sure they are? What's Linda Wigginton doing? How how do they, how are the coaches responding? Well, verbally, I know how they're responding from the looks of the recruiting. Right. I mean, I I can't speak for them, but what I would say is, you know what? We don't know anything for certain, but let's be real here. Lindell tested the NBA waters this year. He got some pretty good feedback, and all in all likelihood, he will go. Um, next year, I mean, I, I'm told that they, they aren't recruiting for the 2019 class, assuming they'll fill four spots, which would mean that they would fill Lindo Wigginton's spot. Um, in other words, they will address that once they know for certain whether or not Lindell will declare. But I think in their conversations with point guard, Lindell will, of course, be brought up, like you said. And I think the coaches are saying, I don't think you have much to worry about. And I'm not even convinced that, that Cam... Lard will be back after next season. If he if he's just got his head right. screwed on as good as 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 what Coach Prom said today, and all indications point to it, um, you know he could have one of those years because he's still raw. He could have one of those right. one of those seasons, and he could go out as well. Is Iowa State in on any big guys? Um, some bigs, yep. Other than other than Xavier Foster, and I don't consider him a big. He's not a bruiser. No, he, Iowa State needs a guy that you don't you, you want to walk down the a big guy you want to walk down the alley with, right? <laughs> yeah, well, they've got uh, Luke Anderson, the Florida kid, uh, three star who uh, Coach Small has been in with for a while. Um, I believe that he is going to take a visit to Iowa at some point in August. Um, he's considered one of the front runners, along with I believe Georgia and University of South Florida. So he's a big to look at. Um, another one of uh, Iowa State's recent recruits interest is Kai Jones, who's another James Cain connection. Um, Kai Jones took an official visit last year to Dayton when James Cain was still there. They built a fantastic relationship, um, and now Cain has brought his recruitment over to Iowa State. But but it isn't just Cain that's involved with Jones, or really any of these guys at this point. Prome is fully involved, Coach Small, Coach D-Rob. They're all involved, uh, but Cain kind of started it. Now, Kai Jones is really exploding here, um, getting some blue blood interest. So we'll see if that blue blood interest turns to a lot of offers. I think Candace is on him pretty good. Uh, but he's definitely somebody to watch in terms of uh, a big man interest. Okay, Bain, here's something that Iowa State fans need to, need to, um, need to grasp. When, when Coach Prom got the Iowa State job, whenever that was, um, people, Iowa State fans, were wondering, can this guy really recruit? From Murray, Kentucky, can he recruit the Big 12? Can he recruit Ames? Can he recruit Iowa State? Can he recruit against Kansas and whatever? He's in the he's like you said, he's got his foot in the door. He's already got you know Wigginton. He's got he's got this great class coming in out of Chicago, um, Taylor Horton Tucker um, in, included. What does that say to those those Iowa State fans who who were um, who who questioned whether whether this guy from from mid major world can recruit at the big time level? I think that he's proved himself so far. So, so I think those fans who might have doubted it can feel confident. But I also think it's a credit to his coaching staff. I mean, D-Rob 
is one of the most popular men in Chicago right now. People love him over there for what he was able to do, um, getting three of the top five recruits in that state, top five recruits in Chicago, all going to Ohio, to Iowa State. Um, D-Rob is going to be a monster recruiter in Chicago over these next few years. Uh, Coach Small is a great presence in the South, especially in Florida. And James Kane is another great presence in Florida. And as we can see, he's already bringing over some, some big-time potential targets to Iowa State. Um, so it's Steve Prohm, but it's also his staff. It's a very, I would say in terms of recruiting circles, Iowa State is one of the more respected recruiting staffs out there. Interesting. Yeah, I think that um, – thanks, Bain. Appreciate your time, man. Of course. All right, buddy. Matt Bain covers recruiting for the Des Moines Register. Uh, just got back from Vegas. Yeah, I, I agree with Matt. I think that, um, you know, what he kind of – I thought last year's – Wigginton was a, was a big one. And then last year, putting that group together, I mean, I think it all but solidified Prom as a recruiter at the Big 12 level. Now, there's obvious you have to – those guys have to play. Like, we still haven't seen them. However, um, what will be interesting to me, Tommy, is, okay, you did all that um, coming off of NCAA tournaments, right? And sure. then So then they have their rebuilding year. So can you keep that momentum after a down year? And it certainly appears right now that, that they're doing that on the trail. Yeah, and I think uh, I kind of thought maybe the question you were alluding to is kind of, okay, now the development portion of this where not now you've seen that Steve Prohm can bring in some legitimate talent to Ames, but I think his track record specifically when it comes to talking about point guards has shown that, hey, once he gets guys in, he can help take them to the next level. And that was something that even Tyrese Halliburton talked a little bit about today is hey the fact that um he's a point guard he likes the idea that steve prome has helped take guys and you look at monte morris what a great player he was when steve prome came to iowa state he got substantially better those next two seasons which is hard to believe so i think steve prome to a certain degree has shown all those aspects from not just getting guys in but developing them now I guess kind of the final straw is showing that you can win too. All right, we're the. Um, I was going to say this is fanatics here on fourteen sixty KXNL. It's not. It's Cyclone Insider. That's how great I like doing radio with you guys. I feel like I'm sitting next to Ross. There's just so much energy here <laughs> when the guys from the Des Moines Register come in tomorrow. You'll be able to hear Hawk Central same time with Chad Leistico and uh, Mark Emmer. Mark was on our program earlier today. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. did a great job as always. Um, and then I think Mitch Mitch is going to sit in for Ross tomorrow and do Hawk Central. So you guys get to look forward to that. You're probably not going to be doing the call-up. We're hoping baby Birch will be here by that time on Friday. He better be. He's already a week behind. We make deadlines. He is, a, he is your kid. He's late. He's slow. Fitting. He's going to make an entrance, though. I can <laughs> promise you that. We're ready. All right. Uh, fall camp starts up coming up on um, Friday. It's, uh, Friday. Friday is when fall camp camp starts. We got a little thrown off by this press conference coming tomorrow. Man, there's a lot going on up in Ames this week. But what are you guys um what are you looking forward to on on Friday because we get to go in and watch. So what are you going to be watching? A lot of people doing exercises. <laughs> a lot of toe touches. I, a lot of jumping jacks. You know. Yeah, but you can look at a guy in pads and get something from that, I feel like. I mean, the, for right? me. Am I wrong? Yeah, and for me, it's going to be, you know, I want to see Zeb Nolan. 
Uh, I really want to see Real Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see him play this year. He's going to get legitimate real-life snaps. It's not going to be mop-up duty at the end of games. He's kind of, he's going to be an important part of that offense here and there. So I want to see him. I kind of want to see what they do with him, although I'm guessing in the time that we're there, we're not going to see him. And then kind of the other two guys, um, Kene Nwangu and Johnny Lang. I mean, they're just... There's been so much high expectations when it comes to Johnny Lang and then such high hopes for the limited bits that we saw of Kane Nwangu of his freshman year. I want to see those two. Those three guys between those two running backs and the quarterbacks are what really fascinate me the most. I want to see all I care about, really, and this I'm just going to stand next to the linemen on both sides, seriously, because I, I think the rest of the roster is ready to – to kind of cannibal. Yeah, but and- when it comes to those guys, you know, when you're talking open practice, like I can look at those guys, I can see, wow, that guy's big, that guy's fast. No, let's but see where terms- they're uh, lining up, though. Yeah, but in terms of how they're actually playing, you know, during a practice, I can't really take a lot from that. It's going to be one of those things. Once we see them in games, I guess we're really going to be able to tell their development. Where as that. When I'm at an open practice like this, I can really see the speed of Kane Nwangu or or Johnny Lang or the elusiveness maybe that we'll be seeing of Real Mitchell. Peterson's just going to be over there salivating at Kyle Kemp's arm strength during drills. <laughs> I was just thinking about, I, while you guys were talking, I was thinking about, I figured you'd ask me, what are you going to watch there, Peterson? He's just going to be watching Kyle Kemp to be like, man, he's got Brett Favre arm now. Besides Kyle Kemp. Why don't you like Kyle Kemp? Anyway. Besides <laughs> Did you hear my rant earlier? No. Oh, yeah. Besides was, Kyle Kemp. It was Kemp, fun. Besides, I was I was uh, yeah, don't worry about on the phone when I drive back. Yeah, besides, good, uh. besides Kyle Kemp, um, I want to see if Julian Good Jones plays all five offensive line positions in the two hours that we could be in there. Yeah, and th- that's more what I was talking about, and yeah, less of like, oh, you. who put on ten pounds. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I just he's going to do it in a game. I know. I'm, I I want to see that line take he, a step. If he plays all five positions in one game. Or even one season for Iowa State, that's going to be really bad news for really? that offensive line. I think you. I mean, when you're talking about, you an think offensive he'll play line, five spots in one game? I said I want to see it happen. I oh. don't know if it'll happen. Or not. Uh, yeah. See, Tommy, I don't know. I think if he if he starts at left guard, which we think he could, then that means um, then that means what's the kid's name? Colin Newell has done a good job, good enough job at center. Sure. To do it. And so that's giving Iowa State more depth there. It's giving Newell more flexibility or, or, or Good Jones more flexibility. I don't think we'll see Good Jones out on the left edge. I don't think that. But uh, um, see, I, th- I think. It, I want to see the Downing kid. Yeah, I do too. And that will be one of those four game guys. But once, he'll, he'll play. Yeah, yeah, but once again. And I think Ramos could too. Yeah. But Both once, Ramos, once yeah. again, outside of the redshirt rule, if you're talking about Joey Ramos. Or, Ramos or Ramos? I think Ramos. Okay, Ramos. Or if you're talking Thank about you. Trevor Downing getting substantial snaps outside of that four-game window, that's really bad news for that offensive well, yeah. line. That's not taking away anything from the talent or potential that they have. But if they are playing as true freshmen on that red, uh, if they are playing as true freshmen on that offensive line, some. Very bad things have taken place. If they're place. playing a fifth game, you mean, in other words. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, yeah. 
I mean, I don't see that. Who was the last true freshman offensive lineman to play? Uh, okay. This is a fun game. <clears throat> I know that Aaron Brandt in 2003 started as a true as freshman. A true freshman. Okay, yeah. Um, there has to be one more recent. Did Campos? Probably last year. I, I, no, I don't know. He, no, he was a redshirt. I, uh, Daniel been... Burton played as a redshirt yeah. freshman. And maybe, you know, one other actually interesting thing. Aaron I, Brandt in 2003 yeah. would be my guess. Yeah. One other interesting thing is, and I know you make fun of me for enjoying the kickers all the time. I oh, think here we go. I think we've all just kind of assumed that Brain Narverson is coming in and taking that job as a true freshman. It sounds like that's... Francis. Yeah, that Francis may be the guy that right now he's playing a little bit better, maybe is a little bit more consistent. Going into this season, you probably want somebody i mean you definitely want somebody you feel a lot more confident in so are you gonna is that your that could, is that, that could, your piece on friday uh we're going kickers my, no that could be <laughs> a small no i don't even know if i'm gonna be there uh, friday this, this but yeah i mean that's that's definitely a battle to to keep an eye on you're, go ahead well you're right though and it it's gone overlooked but with the ball control style with a strong defense the punter and the kicker really a big deal yeah and, I going mean, into this year. E- even that, I mean, I think everybody's just kind of overlooking, like, oh, okay, well, Colin Downing's gone. They brought in this Corey Dunn kid. I mean, that's you, you got to hope that's a very smooth transition because field position, not fumbling, kicking field goals, all that, all those little things mattered most to Iowa State, can, more than ever last season. Can Francis kick it, kick it to the inside the 25-yard line? Consistently, because you got they're going to be fair catching it and taking it out to twenty five. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. It was a darn pleasure, and uh, the season starts tomorrow on Friday. Tomorrow it's press conference. Well, yeah, tomorrow the mystery press conference. All right, um, the Cardinals. Who are they playing, Shawnee? The Rockies. They got the Rockies coming up next here on fourteen sixty KXNO.